Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your co-host, Seychelle Van Poole. I'm Sarah Reynolds. And I'm Via Williams. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that we have all felt, and, and that's the topic of leadership lonely. Mm. And it's a topic I, or a phrase, I should say, I heard, mm-hmm. I don't even know now, four or five years ago for the first time. And the minute I heard it, nobody had to tell me the definition. I knew yeah. exactly what it meant. And, and I felt it. And I, I started realizing, you know, that, that this like a visual, I think it was a music video for the police, but a message in a bottle where there's a hundred million messages in a bottle, meaning there's all these people in a crowd and everybody feels alone. Do you know that Yeah, the, last year was the first year, first time I ever heard the term leadership. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually, before even hearing the term, I was on a plane with multiple team members and one of them asked me, do you feel alone? Mm. And I paused because I had never even been asked that before. And I I looked and I said, Yes. Like I, I yeah. which was very, I mean, what who yeah, how, what a question. Like I mean, it, who it, asked it you made that? me like who was it? My CGO. Okay, he could so, tell. So it, it was a it was a close okay, that's what yeah. I'm getting at. It was yeah, like a well, close. and he like he could see that it was it was showing up in things. Yeah. Not showing up, but that's like really I insightful, think, actually. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, it is. Well, and you've always heard the phrase, like, the bigger you get, the lonelier it gets. And I always, when I was, Mm. when we were smaller, I thought, no way, like, your organization's bigger, like, you have more friends, you have more, like, relationships. And it's so true because, you know, we were talking about before hopping on um, recording today, like, the, the things that you can say publicly become less and less and less and less and less. And yeah, I can... Your safe circle, your safe yes. circle yeah. is, is much it's smaller. smaller. The, yeah, the, the bigger um, your organization gets, the more people know who you are. It really, your safe circle becomes extremely so, small, right? So leaders, I mean, we're surrounded by people all day long, right? Yeah. We're surrounded by people all day long, but we are at risk for loneliness because again, there's fewer people that A, understand the challenges um, that that face us, right? And then also the burden that goes with it, the burden that goes with it, so. And, yep. and here's the thing, Sarah, like, like if you really break it down, okay, and you get into like why and the definition of it, well, you, you, you can't always go up, meaning, you know, mm-hmm. board of directors or a boss or, you know, mm-hmm. partner or something. You can't always go up for a variety of reasons. You don't always want to go sideways lateral because, you know, if you have peers and colleagues, you know, you, you don't always want to burden them with your problems. They have problems right. of their own. There, there's a variety of reasons. And you certainly don't want to trickle down where, you know, you're burdening subordinates or people that rely on you for their, their livelihood, right? Yep. Or, or leadership in general, even if it's not livelihood. And so what happens is there's nowhere to go. There, there's mm-hmm. nowhere to go that, that because the people who, to your point, Sarah, understand it are the people in your organization. Yeah. Thus, feeling lonely. So, so, you know, what does it feel like? I guess my first question is, is what does it feel like to be leadership lonely? It feels really isolating. Okay. Yep. The I had a an amazing conversation with Sue Adler, who is a phenomenal leader mm-hmm. and empire builder. Mm-hmm. And she said to me, she pulled me aside 
And I'm going to, I'm going to cry, but I was with her last weekend. And she said to me, I went through a lot of what I'm seeing you go through in my career and as my empire sort of built. And she said, and I isolated. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I isolated. And she goes, and you're isolated. I didn't even see it, right? But that's mm-hmm. part of it is when you intentionally mm-hmm. isolate, you're not speaking out as much, then you just become lonelier and lonelier, right? But feeling like you don't have anywhere to go or or anyone you can talk to. The other big thing is like, you know, a lot of times surrounding yourself by people that, not surrounding yourself, but leaders, everyone needs something from you. Yeah. So you yeah. wake up and you have text messages of questions or or emails and and all of these people that need something, need something. Mm-hmm. And so it's like feeling like you're being constantly taken advantage of or like it, it's just all of that leads to a lonely feeling. Well, and it, that I think, Sarah, like we've talked about this as organizations have gotten bigger too, like even outside your business. People, like, you've grown at a tremendous clip. Like, all of our businesses have gotten a lot bigger. A lot of times now, when you're at conferences or you're at other places, people don't just want to get to know you for you because they don't really care who you are. They they want to get to know you because they actually have an agenda of something they need from you yes. or that they want to learn from you. And so, yes. you don't get to have this, like, relationship first. It's usually like a I need something from you first and oh, I want to get to know you. But actually I have these five questions that I've been meaning to ask you yep. while I have the time yep. with you. And it, it, yes. it, it, you're kind of like, but I, but I also have like other interesting things about me and that I would like to get to know about you and your family and like build a relationship with you, not just like a transactional conversation. I think, yeah, I, I mean, for so, so many of us for years, relationships were purely that, a relationship. Yes. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think about the two of you. I met you and, and we, like Sarah, you and I had moms yes. in business. We sat for coffee. We talked probably for 20 minutes about business and a ton about our family dynamics, right? Yes. And Via, like I got to know you mm-hmm. when we first got to the ranch really well. And like, it, there was nothing that I needed from you. Like that's such a rare thing to have that as you get bigger. Yep. And then yeah, the, the sure. biggest the biggest thing for me last year that was that really played into this for, for me personally was, I mean, there comes a point too where those that are your mentors, you have a shift in that relationship to where they're no longer, they also need something as well. So Mm -hmm. you're, you're, they're your, they're mentoring you mm-hmm. and that was the relationship. And then it all of a sudden sh- that relationship shifts. And so all of those things lead to, to loneliness. And so many of us, I think, do fall into the trap of isolating. And I think it's something to be so aware of. Um, so it's such so, a real topic. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of being leadership lonely, I, I'm, I'm over here. Um, back, I'm actually back at the office. It's been weeks because I've been Mm-hmm. isolating at home with, you know, with COVID that's taken a lot longer, if we're being honest, too. I am still not at 100%, which is another topic. Like, I should be, you know. So we'll have to do another health beautiful. topic. Thank you. Smoke and, and mirrors, though, right? I mean, like, you can look <laughs> yeah. you can look good on the outside. So true. But, you know, you guys were all at, at a retreat that I had to miss because of yeah. COVID. And it, it was called Empire Circle. And it was a, a deeply meaningful trip because... We started this company a few years ago and we we do these big events called Her Best Life. And we we decided we wanted to have a more intense small group, right? Experience mm-hmm. from that. And so we created this, this thing called Empire Circle. And we we asked people at our event in September 
if they would like to be part of it. It was really expensive. It was a really big financial mm-hmm. commitment. How many people ended up coming and signing up or initially? Yeah, so we initially, so it's a room, it was a room of about 300, you know, yeah. empire builders, right, mm-hmm. in the room. And I had projected we would have maybe 10 sign up to apply to be part of our empire circle. I believe we had 71. Yeah, it was crazy. 71 apply. Mm-hmm. So yeah. almost a third of the room yeah. applied. I mean, it was it was so eye-opening. So like for me, you know, I, I'm the treasurer, so I'm like projecting out and planning it out. And then for me, I just had this aha at the end of the day, this shows how lonely leadership yeah. is, Yeah. right? How, how much every female empire builder in that room craved relationships and mm-hmm. craved being in a room of people that are like them. Yeah. And that they could talk to and have that freedom. And it was just very eye-opening. That alone speaks to this topic today, that that many people mm-hmm. applied uh, to be part of the Empire Circle. And so you guys had, you know, you you just are fresh back from, from your retreat. It was in, it was in Key Largo. And, and the reason I'm kind of tying that in and bringing it in uh, to this is that to me, the, what was amazing about it is you had a bunch of really powerful, successful women, that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they were leadership lonely, right? Yeah. Yes. So I'm curious, and, you know, because I wasn't there, I'm going to have to have you guys, you know, tell me and, and our listeners, but I'm curious, how, how would you say that, that the, the attendees, you know, the 20, how many, 25, 30 people? 40. 40, oh, 40, 40 attendees. 40, yeah. And then, then the us as the dolls and the team that were throwing the event. Yeah. Right. I think there were just over 50 of us total. Okay. Yeah. So I'm curious, what what were they saying about being leadership lonely? How how did they describe it? And and what what was I'd love to hear more about that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So we did it, we did this exercise and it was sharing what you're struggling with. And one of the the women at my table said, you know, I'm really struggling with the anxiety and burden of growth and in paying my people. Yeah. Like when when I am that. I gonna sleep better? And when mm-hmm. when does the anxiety go away? When does the burden go away? Asking me, like, please tell me, like, at what point does that go away? <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, Oh, it, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And now you get used to it but it, do, it doesn't go away. And she looked at me and goes, the, the, the relief I got from you saying that, you know, she's talking to me, the relief I got from you saying that is, I just needed someone to tell me I'm not alone in it. Mm-hmm. Like other people feel it too and the permission to talk about it. Yeah. And so like, that was just, that was one thing that stands out to me of just like being in a room where you can say that and yeah. A, you're not scaring your people, right? Because they're not mm-hmm. there, right? And you can, you have people that say it's okay and you still can build a big business and you still have, as long as you surround yourself with the right people. I think, I, I love that, Sarah. And it's, it's, so spot on. I think one of the things that I heard was I have dreams and goals and ambitions that a lot of people in my local community might not necessarily understand. Mm. And I don't want to feel bad or guilty for wanting those things because that is in my heart's desire to impact a lot of people or to grow this amazing business or to give great service or to give back or to have a high net worth or to change generational wealth for my family. And I don't have people anywhere around me that I can have conversations with that I don't feel like I'm being judged or that I'm being put down or that I'm being told that's too too ambitious or too uh, bullish. And I want to be in a room 
have people who look at me and say, that's awesome. How are we going to get you there? How are you going to do it? Let's go do it. And I think that there was something really magical when you put 50 high-powered empire builders, in this case, it happened to be women. I think it can happen with men too. But in this case, it happened to be women, all looking at each other with their dreams and ambitions and goals and desires and saying, not only is that freaking awesome, let's put some accountability and systems and, and support in place for you to be able to go do that. What does that look like? And yeah, there's let's no, ramp it up now. yeah, there's no judgment. Yeah. It's like let's just yeah. go. And and yep. I think that that when all of a sudden, I mean, I'm excited just talking about it. Like the energy you get from a bunch of people saying yes, let's go do this, and you can, and actually here's someone that's already done it, or here's somebody that's in the process. Why don't you go talk to them and model after that? It's it's phenomenal. It's it's life changing. You know what that reminds me of, Sarah? It reminds me of you. It reminds me of that that because I was there I, it, the moment at the ranch when you know basically you I, I can't remember the specifics, but you were apologizing for how aggressive you were on some yes. behavioral things. Yes. Do you remember yes. that? Yes. Oh, and then yeah. we were all like, "Welcome to the club. We all have that score, or whatever. Yeah, I know. Like, you know, yeah. or whatever it was. You yeah. know." And I remember, I remember your face. You were just like, "Oh my gosh, I'm in my room." Like yeah. no one, no. I've never been in a room like yeah. this. And you know, yeah. this, that might like, also it, be after she was in the hot seat and tried to escape. But maybe. I think it was right after that. I mean, I <laughs> no, it was, it was like actually it was within that, five yeah. minutes of walking was, into the ranch. Mm-hmm. My very first. Really early. No, it was mm-hmm. right away. Yeah. I walked into a. I walked into a KP, KPA. This is this is an assessment all of us use, but yeah. a talk. And I said, oh, I'm a nine and a half out of 10 on aggressiveness. And I, and then I put myself down for it. Like it's, I'm sort of embarrassed Mm -hmm. by that or something like that. And Wendy was like, if you were a man, you'd be, that would be actually something they would be. You would beat your toe. Like five of us are like, that was my score too. Yeah, exactly. And you're in, and it's like, it's normal here. Like that's normal in this room. Mm -hmm. And you know, by the way, by the way, I don't know that we want to be in rooms 24 seven where that's normal, but it is really good to be in those rooms sometimes. But it's good to get away for sometimes you get away with that. You know, I think another thing too is the bigger your business, sometimes the messier your life gets and you go through phases. Mm. And Mm. I don't, I like personally, I mean, I'm, I feel like you guys got to hear some of my stuff at the end of last year. Like I'm, I'm pretty vulnerable, but I'm not that I'm, I also consider myself to be a positive person. And I don't want to sit there and like drag like what's happening behind the scenes publicly on a regular basis. But I want a yep. safe space where I can talk about yeah. the messy stuff going on and figure out a path forward. I don't want to sit in it. And I have found that you guys and even at Empire Circle like helped me through some really messy situations that I was working through get there faster because you guys had already been through it and you had ideas and suggestions and thoughts and permission that you were giving me in order to not accept what the status quo was or what the norm was or what society tells you to do, but instead to really take a hard look at was that serving me and how do I change that for myself? So personally for me, that was a huge one that I took away and I saw a couple of others at different tables that were, were feeling that same way. Well, yeah. I mean, we understand you, when you're with the right tribe, your tribe understands the messes that come with yeah. you know a big empire and that's leadership lonely. Not a lot of people do. Well, the other thing, I mean, just to be really real, the other big thing is like even the permission to have fun. Yeah. 
Like to let yes. your guard down. Like, I mean, I, I, the first night I, we all went in the hot tub at like 1030. Mm-hmm. There was like oh, that was so 25, <laughs> 25 of us. It was so fun. We got kicked um, out of the pool. And then we yeah, we got kicked in. out of the pool. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> all these aggressive women. You party animals. <laughs> yes. Breaking the rules. Uh, but honestly, it, 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 the afterwards, so many of the females came up to me yeah. and said, I love seeing you with your guard down. Like, that's mm-hmm. not who we see, yeah. you know, on social media or on the stage. Because you can't be. You have to be, at, yeah. when you're a leader, you have to be you on. Have, yeah. You have to be on. And it's like, I wasn't, didn't feel like I had to be on. It was a safe place for me just to be Sarah, right? Yeah. To be Sarah. And so surrounding yourself and getting in a room where you can just be you, people that get you, and you can let your guard down and just mm-hmm. have fun. Literally let your hair down and jump into the ocean off of the sailboat and just play. It was, and and no judgment around it. Like I didn't have to worry about what I looked like in a bathing suit. I just got to go play and have fun. It was just awesome. Yeah. Except for that video was all over social media. I saw you in a bathing suit and you look really (laughs) hot. You did. You look so hot. Seychelle, I don't think you ever have to worry about being. Seychelle, you look so good. Y'all, I am. I'm carrying extra COVID. COVID Uh, Okay. Well, they look great on you if you are. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to take that. I'm going to put that in my pocket. I'm going to save that for a day when I'm eating my cheese balls. And I'm going (laughs) to. Use that for she later. did. So before we started this, like right before we press record, like Seychelles doing it now. If you're for like our for Diane, for our one two watcher. YouTube viewers, oh, we have yeah. two now. That's right. <laughs> so she's got a big tub of cheese balls, and she was like telling me, she was. Show, I'm like, what's a cheese ball? And she was showing me cheese balls. I was like, well, here, let me show you a four gallon jug of them. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. So, okay, ladies. So I love this. I want to stay on this because, you know, I'm thinking, I'm picturing like all of you in the hot tub hanging out, you know, jumping off of, you know, boats and whatever. And and I guess, you know, what did you talk about? What do you wish you could talk about with others that you were able to talk about? What, when we're leadership lonely, like what are some of the specific things that you guys talked about and that we want to talk about? I think a huge taboo topic with our society is the word money. Yeah, I agree. And wealth. wealth and building. I agree. So like so many people I talked to came from low-income families, middle-class families, blue-collar working families. One of our one of our attendees was the oldest of eight. Or no, oldest of nine. Just eight younger brothers. Mm. So in her family, there was literally never enough food on the table. Like literally, yeah. with eight brothers, there's never enough food. And all of a sudden, she's sitting here building this massive business and having massive amounts of wealth coming in. Number one, it's hard to talk about that with the rest of your family and the rest of your circle and the people you went to school with and the people in your neighborhood because they may not understand that and they may not have grown up like thinking that's acceptable, normal, or okay. But then number two, she has all this wealth and she's like, you know, all this cash now that she's amassed. And she's like, I want to build generational wealth and I don't freaking know what to do with it. And I don't even mm-hmm. have people I can talk to about it that can help guide me in this process or even talk about like how much cash reserves should I have versus how much should I invest? What are the best avenues to jump in? Any of that. And so we got to have these like really one-on-one in-depth conversations around not just money, but around building wealth and and what do you, what's the first step or the 20th step that you take to really further your wealth building journey. And that was for me, one of my all-time favorite parts of it. That was really cool. I love that part too. And the other side of that, that I think was really awesome is I, I was part of multiple conversations where maybe they haven't built as much cash yet, except they have 
good size organizations that and they're investing in their businesses yep. and yet they can't they also feel like they can't talk about money mm-hmm. openly mm-hmm. because of where they're at but so having a safe yep. place of like many of us shared our journeys yeah yeah via yours is a great one to talk about and it's we'll have incredible. to we'll put the episode number for that in in show notes and i i'm going to we're going to talk about that more this year i do think that like you know for me anyway I hear a lot of financial advisors and I hear about all these grand plans. Like, I want to talk more about how do you get to that first million net worth Ooh, I love on that. paper that doesn't include your primary residence, although that's not a bad thing because I am in it right now. And like yeah. understanding, I've just been a student of this, understanding the differences between asset, you know, building and growth and cash flow. Yes. And just all yes. those things. Like, who do you talk to about that? I talk to you guys. That's it, pretty much. Yeah. I just yeah. don't. I don't sit around at a, you know, neighborhood dinner party and talk about that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And, and you know, the times that I have attempted it, like, there's a lot of judgment that goes around it or, like, a lot of, unco- like, you know, I'm in the South. That's, like, a very taboo topic. Like, we don't talk about that here societally. So, it's it's totally something that just doesn't, yeah. doesn't exist, you know? And I think, in addition to the wealth building conversation, the bi- the bigger your business gets, one of the most important things that we do as empire builders is we have to remember to bring our partners or our spouses with us on the journey. And there mm-hmm. are times when you grow and you outgrow your relationships. Sometimes it's marriage, sometimes it's friendships, sometimes it's family, sometimes it's team members, whatever it is. And there, there often isn't a safe, vulnerable place where you can openly talk about what's going on or what's happening and have somebody that doesn't need anything from you, that has no vested interest in what decision you make, but may have either been through it or helped somebody else through it, be able to openly talk about the different things to evaluate or to assess as you're trying to work on that relationship or make some really important decisions in your life. And we had a bunch of those conversations going on too. Cool. Yeah, that was powerful. One of the most powerful moments was when we did the org chart breakdown. Yeah. Um, so tell us about what that we, was, what that exercise it's so was. so cool. Yeah. Each of these amazing empire builders drew out their org chart. We broke, we broke down into like smaller circles. So there was like five or six in a circle and they drew out their org chart and then all of us sort of poured in to them in terms of, okay, tell us what this person does. Tell us what your role is. Tell us what where you see it going in the future. And what was happening is, you know, so many times when we're like in the forest, we don't, mm-hmm. we miss right. so many things. Mm-hmm. So having these brilliant minds be able to look at your business and say, okay, this is where I see it going, or this these are some traps that you might want to mm-hmm. watch out for and and really giving more clarification on the role and making sure that you're not going to burn yeah. out because too many people answer to you. Like all of these things came up. And I think what's, what's so uh, powerful about that is it was a safe place for yeah. them to do that, yeah. right? I mean, we didn't have a tie to the relationship mm-hmm. of right. whoever name was in that bubble. All we were looking at was like, okay, what is, you know, what is their role and how to make sure that the organization can be better with it as well as that leader. So I think that was huge. You know, another, another thing that I found was like these amazing entrepreneurs growing from this mindset of like the scarcity mindset of like, there's never enough business. There's never enough revenue. There's never enough leads. There's never enough people. There's never enough, whatever it is right in your, in your business world to all of a sudden really working hard to be abundant minded and hands open to opportunity 
and to, right, saying no to say yes and like really thinking more strategically with their businesses instead of this just, I have to say yes to everything because it's in front of me right now. And so that that was a really fun consulting conversation for us to get to have with that too. Okay, I so relate to that. I see, I'm so bummed I wasn't there. This is hard because I like, I'm like, oh, I <laughs> missed, missed all these conversations. But, but, you know, I used to feel like that too. Yeah, and, and it's I did funny too. how simple the, to me anyway, the answer is it kind of boils down to wealth building. But when you have ample reserves, a mm-hmm. lot of that goes away. Yeah. And then you have freedom. If, if you have ample reserves in place and then you have it very mapped out, like, oh, okay, I've got these two or three streams and I need this much from this and this much from this and this much from this, and you're just working your plan, then yes. then that that undisciplined pursuit of more just goes away, you know, because it's specific. It's like, oh, oh. I just need, you know, yep. 250 out of this, 150 out of this. I don't, you know, it's I know exactly what I need yeah. out of each stream. And yeah. you can do that within a business or outside of a business. But I can I tell that. you how much I love that? Like that conversation is just fantastic. That just that, that makes me so happy. I wish it was in a I'm list so of the happy. Yeah. So happy. It's okay. We're gonna have you at the next one and I we're gonna know. make up. We're gonna make up for it. You're gonna have You know like, what? I'm buying so many houses well, right now. I was like, I was like, ooh, don't like my cash position right now. Isn't it funny how you change like I'm like my standards yeah. for what I'm like, yeah. ooh, I, I've got a higher bar for the bottom. And I don't, you know, like, whew. yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. So, I mean, those are a lot of the things that we covered, you know, at the retreat are are the things, honestly, that are off limits for a lot of other circles for conversation that you need to have and you want to have that will push you forward and help you grow faster and have a more abundant life faster. Because that's what we're all, I mean, that's truly what we're all about, right? It's the big life. So... If you guys could share like, you know, one thing for everybody, you know, as we kind of wrap up, if you could share like, if, if there's one thing that that really impacted you and stood out and and just like, you know, was had a big impact? I think for me, you know, I have always felt called to helping mm-hmm. other leaders and in particular helping other female empire builders. And I mean, that's a big reason why I think all mm-hmm. four of us do this podcast because that's on our heart. And, and I think for me, it was, I guess very fulfilling the work that we did at the retreat in terms of just like putting the room together and and creating this safe place. I think we will have other powerful empire building females, more of them in the world because we allowed for, not allowed, but we created a safe place for them. And so it, it really... I didn't know I could be more more motivated or inspired by by the Empire Circle and by her best life. But honestly, it was so refreshing walking mm-hmm. away from it. I my cup yeah. got filled. One of, one of the best moments for me, I was watching, and you know, we were there pouring into these these females. Yeah. They poured into mm-hmm. us just as much, mm-hmm. and I think that was also like just so beautiful. So beautiful. So watching that happen. But just like, it's needed. The need is there. And I am, I feel very uh, honored to be part of sort of fulfilling that need through her best life empire circle. So that was sort of my big takeaway, I guess, is like, keep yeah. going. And, and if you if you see a need, like you, you step up, yeah. right? Step up. I, I think that's, Fantastic. I I went thinking that I was going to be pouring in and that this is actually going to almost be work for, you know, like we're hosting Mm. it, right? Like 
poor Margot went through, you know, like how much was swag with me. We were the we were the swag queens. You know, we put we put all this work into content and the energy and everything. And you're like, please, you know, like saying your prayers, like please make this an awesome event. And you go in expecting to really be on. And I I think we delivered a lot of value and really got to pour into people. And I just I didn't realize how much personally I was going to get out of it too. I I did not have that expectation walking in, and I was blown away with how much I have already implemented in the days after the event, even personally, and just the the gratitude I have for what I got out of it personally, going through some of the things that we were leading. Um, so I think I got just as much out of it as I put in. You know, and I think the other thing that I, I won't go into the details on it, but we did a boardroom exercise, and. I think as women, we fight really hard to have a seat at the table. We fight really, really, really hard to be seen as leaders, to show up as leaders, to serve as leaders. And it's just, it's not an easy path. It's a path you choose and you purposefully have to seek it out. And you don't get given the opportunity for that. You have to fight for it. And to all of a sudden realize how, how all of us have had to do that. And how we all were doing this together and creating more seats at the table instead of fighting over one seat was really just awesome to get to be so inclusive. And I I love that. I feel that. I feel I felt that a lot this month. That that's really great, great place to wrap. I can't think of a better place to wrap. You know, and and for those of you, there's people all around the world that listen to this podcast. And we thank you, by the way, for that. Episode 21, um, we talk about how to form your tribe. And, and, you know, that's a great place to start just, just, just to form, form that tribe and, you know, keep in mind, sometimes it's not ideal if they're local to you. Sometimes yeah. it is, you know, just depends. You want both, by the way, you want, you want your local friends and, and colleagues and stuff, but sometimes it's not a bad thing to have people outside of your immediate area for additional perspective, for confidentiality, for, you know, just object objectivity, right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and the other thing is, is the pool does get a little tighter. You know, there's just few and few people. So, you know, it is sometimes, you know, necessary to go outside of your immediate area. A lot of us quote uh, Gary Keller, who said, one day you will find you will have to get on a plane to see some of your closest friends, right? So thank yep. you very yep. much for joining us today on just a, just frankly an unscripted discussion on being <laughs> leadership lonely and Via being lonely because she missed Empire Circle <laughs> retreat. <laughs> really, that's what that's that's what I'm boiling. We this love down you, to. and we knew you were there. Oh, in, I know. In spirit, Sarah so FaceTime we'll you a few times, time. so well, we, a lot, which was awesome. <laughs> Say and I get the best of both worlds because we got to you be with to, you yeah. today. And I have <laughs> so like, by the way, I, I'm sitting next to, I got, I got the box today when I came in and got to open up all the that's things. That's awesome. That was really cool. oh, that's awesome. And Via, Via, we cannot end without mentioning, I mean, again, and this is a pa- passion mm-hmm. for us. Like this is like, creating that room uh, safe place for everyone is so we're so passionate about that if you if you can relate to anything oh, we yeah. said today yeah. if you are lonely if someone were to ask you do you feel alone and if the answer is yes I would really encourage you to go to herbestlife.com I mean that is the big purpose of what we do yeah. and so go to herbestlife.com just to find out more about what we do and mm-hmm. and we want to see more powerful female empire builders in the world. And how we do that is by overcoming leadership lonely. Thank you for saying that. Hey, everybody, have a a great week and we will see you uh, next Monday. And in the meanwhile, don't forget to click on the five-star rating and give us a great review. All right, have a good day, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.